I brought back the option where we can talk over the music a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I was trying something. I'm trying something. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We haven't done it this way in a minute. Mm-hmm. You know, we usually just play the intro and then we just jump in. And people were saying, oh, I miss when you guys would talk over the music a little, let it ride. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's something we could do. You know, we could let it mm-hmm. ride a little bit. Let it play till it till the end. <laughs> the only thing is I have to pay attention to the the audio files more now because then when I play the geek news and rumors, I have to make sure the volume's back. There's a lot of work in production. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff going on in the background. Oh my god. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Geek Tastic Cyber here on Free X Agents Media. Uh, we're also available on Twitch. You can go to Twitch dot tv slash geektastic cypher if you guys have not been watching us over there you know by all means join in jump in go check it out on twitch you know we do appreciate the support also shout out to everyone who's been tuning in lately we've been seeing the numbers going up on the youtube and also on the audio which has been nice i don't know if we did anything different but we appreciate the love nonetheless we appreciate you guys tuning in and you girls you people i gotta try and be Less gendering. All the people, them. Yeah. <laughs> West Indians, the original <laughs> non-gender reference to just everyone's cool. You know we were doing it first. Oh, black people, too. I remember, uh, what was it? Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Seinfeld said his favorite, like, black word ever is all y'all. <laughs> right. Right. 100%. Who, 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 who in particular? No, no, no. Not all you. Y'all. Not him. All not y'all. Them. Yeah, all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 who's invited to the cookout? All y'all invited to the cookout. Bong, that's it. <laughs> Everyone, come through. Okay, maybe not you. <laughs> that, you know, there's always that one person who'd be like, maybe not you, but you know. <laughs> so we got another edition this week. We're gonna talk about a bunch of trailers. Uh, Jaws is gonna be talking about something Pokemon related, and I don't know what i'm talking about yet i have so many shows that i've been paying attention to i know i have some stuff that i want to mention that i haven't even watched but i want to remind people to go check them out because they're back but other than that i i it's it's too much even you know you guys know i watch tv at 1.5 and that has been both a godsend and a mistake in all the ways it's uh do all the shows become a weird homunculus all together you miss little finer plot details and like <laughs> I'll never, I, I never miss plot details. That's one thing. Cause I've had friends be to ask me, like, yo, how do you watch things at 1.5? How do you not miss things when you're watching TV sped up? And I'm just like, this man just got to be. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not missing anything. The only thing I, I feel might like be- there's got to be like, hey, they, they lingered on this person for, for a few seconds. And because you're watching it fine, it looks like just a regular, like regular cut. <laughs> but, I mean, so that's the thing. People have said that to me. They're just like, well, if you're watching a sitcom and the sitcom is 20 something minutes and then it drops down to eight, 18 or 17 minutes, aren't you missing out? I'm like, no, because the beats are still the same, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. The beats in the episode are still the same. The same way it's 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 a one, two pan to this. It's still a one, two. It's just instead of and uh, I'm sure Skinny, our resident drummer, can tell you. It's not a factor of skipping the beat. It's a factor of speeding the beat up. Correct. So I'm not missing. Now, not, the beats aren't missed. They're just faster. That's it. That's the only- Now everyone's watching. Uh, what was it called? 
Whiplash? Is it Whiplash? Oh, yeah. I You're not in my tempo. Yo, You're it, not in my tempo. It's, it's in my so, tempo. <laughs> it is so funny you brought that up because I just watched the short film for Whiplash <laughs> that mm. the film is based on. I never knew that it was based on a short film that supposedly did really well, won awards and all this uh, jazz. Right. It is creepy when like, you watch good choice it. Of words, though. Good choice of word. Jazz, all that jazz. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended there. I swear I didn't mean to, but I'll take it. <laughs> when you watch the short film, the short film is just a scene where he starts, where they're in the school doing that first lesson, where Miles Teller's character is the, the page flipper. And then he goes into the hallway, talks with homeboy J.K. Simmons, comes back into the room, embarrasses trombone dude, kicks him out of the band, and then puts Teller on the drums and starts like releasing into Teller the first time. So when you're watching the short film, you're kind of just like, oh, this is this is intense. It's a different set, obviously, too. So it gives it a completely different tone because when you're watching it in the film, it's like in a really nice, beautiful kind of Oscar Peterson type auditorium. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those like Oscar Peterson or like Plastic are they're like kind of dark lighting and whatnot. But then in this one, it looks like it's done in like a high school band room so it has like the big windows and everything's bright which makes it so different just the lighting and i know lighting sometimes you're just like oh, it doesn't matter but it really changes the tone of it so mm. i would recommend yeah. you guys have never seen the short uh, i know for a fact jk simmons ain't throwing no chair at me yeah <laughs> this nigga, especially if i'm the drummer bro you see how fast those sticks will come at your face <laughs> yeah that's one of the things that's really funny about it because when you watch whiplash you're just like oh you're white like that that is a story, <laughs> that no. is a story because you i'm telling you right now there is not a black student in the world that is gonna let this man whip a chair at you because what check this out if <laughs> even if you don't stand up for yourself you know your mama come beat his ass. First of all, <laughs> we're not violent creatures, but no. you know we're waiting for you to cross that line. Yes. Yeah. Especially a white male? Are you yes. kidding? Plus, on top of that, if you're a nerdy black guy, you know the, the frame stats on that. You know that chair's coming at you this fast. You got to parry it. Bah! You know, you saw that girl that was at the Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Catch that. Mm -mm. Yeah, you might even hit a Goku, just throw it right back at them. <laughs> yeah. Spin around right back. Yeah. Oh, so momentum right around. Imagine catching a chair on the momentum. Is no, I mean, it's not wrong. Like, we've seen, we've all seen it. We've all seen it. We've all, and we've, I don't know about you guys, but in high school, you've had people do it too. Someone whips something at you and you just catch it. And they yeah. look like, what the fuck? And it's just like, homie, don't. Chairs don't belong in the air, man. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Be on the ground. Sit on the ground. You, 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 you think this is the first time someone's thrown something at me? I, 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 like, I, homie, why do you think your great grandpappy's afraid of me? Exactly. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite was this girl threw a chair at a guy. Guy caught the chair. He goes to put the chair down. Second chair already comes. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. Did he catch a second? Yeah, he was like, oh, shoot. Like, like he deflected it, but it was just like, ah. If he if he catches the first and deflects the second, it's still 2-0. Stop messing back. with that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Leave him alone. 
because you know what's going to happen. He's going to end up doing – remember dodgeball where you, you catch the ball, spin around, and whip it back at someone? He's going to he's gonna catch that first one, dodge the second one. You throw the third. The third one's coming, whipping back at you with the tornado. Have you ever seen that video of, like, the, I think this girl, she caught a dodgeball, and the guy went out, and so the guy apparently got revenge, and he goes up to the line, spins, and he just – Releases it behind his back oh, and it hits yeah. the same girl in the face. Yeah, she got so mad she gave him the finger. I've seen that video. That video is great though. It's like yo, we you used to play some intense dodgeball and I like okay. So it wasn't enough that you had to play dodgeball. We played dodgeball where mans would put basketballs, balance them on top of cones, uh, and you'd have to protect those three cones. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As well as playing dodgeball. So once your right. three cones are knocked out, your whole team's done, and you have to switch out. Yeah. Or if you catch the ball, you can either replace one of the balls of the cones or bring your whole team back. Hmm. So I think it was like in a situation where like my whole team sucked and I wasn't good myself. Hmm. But like, you know, you one of those moments where I'm like, it's only me and protecting three, three cones. I'm going to die here. <laughs> I happen to catch this ball on some matrix. Yes. Listen, <laughs> I catch it. Everybody comes back. And then the people at retaliation just like bombard me. Uh, well, yeah, I, you've made yourself the target by being one of the best players. That's yeah, that's best player, lucky game. player. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that because you're black. Once I again, had my oats today. You, <laughs> yeah, you underestimate their their uh, their understanding of your athleticism because they saw I, you do this and they were just like, "Oh shit, he's good." Now nah, the, the the week before they saw me play soccer, baseball, kick that shit, and you land the ball in the net, and they were like, "All right, nigger." <laughs> <Relax. laughs> I only did that once. I, yeah, I went to I went to my, my mom signed me up for baseball when I was a kid, and I went to the tryouts. I get up to bat, first at bat, first pitch, home run. Mm -mm. You just laid it. You just ruined yourself for the season, boy. Oh man! Second, second pitch because they they want it wasn't like it was just tryout, so it wasn't actually like strikeout or run bases. They just wanted to see your for second pitch miss, third pitch miss. Every other pitch ever missed. <laughs> they thought I was a phenom after that first one and then quickly understood. Nope, just lucky. And I just, and uh, to be honest, I didn't know how to catch a baseball either. <laughs> well, I never played baseball. I didn't play catch. That's not something me and my dad did. So when I you go, never you never you never went like in <laughs> elementary school. You know you play uh was it baby or murder ball and you're catching the ball. No, and then, like if you want to get better, you buy yourself a glove. Yeah. Or use your hat. Hey, Every, no. I, I I I saw people playing murder ball and all I remember is one guy got hit in the face so hard <laughs> that he got a black eye and his eyes swole up and I just remember thinking. Never playing that game. <laughs> never. Oh, you will never get I, me to play a game where they whip the ball at you so hard you get a black eye. Mm -mm, you know, I was crazy in elementary school. I was in pre-K or kindergarten, Lord. and I would go play with the great Sixers to play that game. You're and that was before they changed the rule to throw the ball at the wall, and they were whipping it at you. Oh, you're crazy. And I was like, yeah, I'm down with this. Woo! Just getting all that energy out. Running. You wanted to be abused. And, and, yeah. then, and then the teachers were like, no, you can't be over here. You have to go back. <laughs> you got to go on your side. It's boring. Like, we don't even have a full place to run. Like, yeah, when they split here. elementary school, five sixes are on one side, and then like two, three, four on like one side. They did that. On I'm not going to lie, though. There's a reason they did that, because as a fifth and sixth grader, I didn't want you little kids running yeah, around. Yeah, man, for sure. I'm power bombing the shit out of you. Yeah, what? yeah. I learned a new wrestling move. You yeah, come. Yeah. I was like, I'm down. You gotta catch me first. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. the ball, I'm gonna throw it at you. 
Exactly. Hey, something to Brian's notion. Loki and Heike. Shouts to all the fathers, black fathers, that were present but avoided playing catch with us like the plague. <laughs> Shouts to them. Hey, my dad was one of them, bro. No, same. Dad, you want to play catch? Nah. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna work on this music over here. Yeah, let me let me go and fix this stuff so that you can have yeah. like a place to sleep. I'm not trying to throw exactly. a ball at you. All yeah. these dudes no hand-eye coordination. Don't want to <laughs> they want to reveal that card to their kids. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but you gotta think all the dads that are outside playing football with their kids, it's only because their wives force them. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, go outside and spend time with your son, bitch. Yo, and my favorite my favorite thing is all these movies that seem to pretend like this is such a touching moment like they, they put this music little string music underneath like dee, 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 and it's just like <laughs> me and my pa played catch it's like we had a good conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. what conversation you have with your dad from like 50 yards away hey dad really nice day what yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i said it's really nice what first time i, I tried to hear my dad was my dad and i were playing catch out in the park let me take a sip that was the day I realized I was a man. It's like, shut the fuck up. Why are you guys having me take a sip of beer watching Lethal Weapon 2 when I was four? That was our bonding. <laughs> right. My first was Guinness. My dad had his, his best friend over. They're sitting in the back talking. I come around and I'm just like, hi, guys. They're just like, okay. My dad's like, my dad's like, this is grown folk business. What, what would you like? And he, I'm just like, I just want to say hi. And I'm just like, what you drinking? Guinness. What's it like? He's just like, have a sip. I was like, okay. <laughs> Ne- guys, that's that's the old test. That's the old that's the old test. There's a reason. Let me see how much of a degenerate my kid is. There's a reason. Here, Brian taste this. Ah, it's gross. I don't Brian like it. Okay, drink good. alcohol to this day. I don't drink. <laughs> oh, because you started with Guinness. Yeah, that'll shit. Yeah, you my off. first sip of alcohol was Guinness. <laughs> that, that ain't gonna set you right at all. No, yeah, that's yeah. medicine. Dude. Yeah, depending on how old you are, that's medicine. Guinness with the, is with the damn ball. There's like a ball in the can. Oh, widget. Yeah, widget in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the, I was like, what this the. The fact that there's a scientific explanation for why you put a special ball in the can for the beer already that's way too much for me. Yeah, your your dad assimilated quick. Guinness, goddamn. <laughs> How many Irish people did he know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. When was the first time? Okay. When was the first time you tried a cigarette? Oh shit, 18 outside of like I think it was Rouge or one of them clubs cuz I was just like, all right, this is some bullshit. I'm trying to see what these girls are up to. Right. Hey, you want to do Morier? Fine, I'll have one of these Demoriers. Yeah. <laughs> Take a haul. Whoa, that's good squishy. Like I <laughs> I want to point out the main thing that you said, see what these girls about. The first time I tried a cigarette, I was 8 because what? I- because I was trying to impress a 13-year-old who was smoking. Right. Were you the size of a 13-year-old at eight? No, no. Okay. I, oh no, but uh, no, sorry. You're not wrong. Cause when I was like 10, people thought I was already in high school. Right. So then so I guess I did look older. What also, what song was playing in the back of your head while you were strutting up to her? Jason what, Weaver what soundtrack you had not in your even, head. Not even it was probably like skin of a you didn't because I was fucking eight. Like, you don't say like I was such an idiot. Oh, Gonna hit her up with the old skin marink. Let me give her that Sharon Lois and Brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gonna hit her with the Eric neighbor. How you doing, baby? Yo, it was wild. I it was it was so stupid. I, I just I'll give remember. you an elephant song. <laughs> on, ain't nobody here but me. Okay, I might ha- I have to be the title. I'll give you an elephant song. It has to be the title. Uh, no, full, full on. Eight year old me sees thirteen year old, and I won't say her name. But if you lived in Uptown, we all knew her because she. Was, oh, so she was like the oh snap. She was cast, as they used to say. But I didn't know that I was eight. 
So I was I was just like, hey, what's up? And she's smoking, lets me try the cigarette, watches me almost die, giggles and says, you're cute, walks away. Years later, I'm in high school. Her best friend that was there the day is now at Wager with me. Her and I are on the bus. And she's always been like, she's just ignored me now because she sees me as this little eight-year-old dumbass who tried to smoke a cigarette, almost killed himself, <laughs> coughed up. I was like coughing so hard, I almost fell over. That's all she oh, remembers. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. I just remember coughing and like bending over and being like lightheaded and being like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> Full loogie of just like spit and it's just like yeah. dribbling down your Along crying Viola Davis, not out of the nose. Yeah. In slow motion. Slow motion. <laughs> the bricks, kid, you're done. That's uh, funny. Yeah. yeah. So in high school, she just, and then her best friend was always just like, yeah, we all thought you were just. Like a weirdo. Like why? Yeah, but look her up now though. Like she probably looking like she had mad cigarettes since thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's smoking from thirteen till now. And she was so she's four or five years older than me. So she's like in mid forties now, and she's been smoking since she was thirteen. Hopefully, at some point, God was nice enough to grant her the knowledge and the wisdom to cut them cigarettes out. Uh, Skinny (laughs) accurately not shaking his head for those of you listening. The chances of her not smoking slim to none. We are in Correct. Quebec, the home of the cigarette. <laughs> yes, like for real. Europe. Yeah, your plate. When you take that trip to Europe or anywhere else in the world, you're like, wow, are they still smoking out here like this? <laughs> yeah, right. Ninety percent of the girls. Smoke rooms. Japan. How are you all so skinny? You're like, oh. <laughs> Japan has smoke rooms. Like you go somewhere and there's like a room full of smokers. Just how do you smoking. how do you have such defined cheeks, Kelly? And they're like all sucked in yeah. and shit. You're like, oh, I'm sucking back. Okay. Yeah, it's bigger. It's, it's the not eating. It's the yeah, all those factors. Shout yeah, out to like the Europeans fingers. tuning in. Right. Shout out to your yellow fingers, huh? Right, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> and our numbers went down. <laughs> I said yellow uh, fingers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're being respectful. We're making fun of smokers. Hey, man, if you can't punch down on smokers in the comedy world, who can you punch down on? Come on now. I was watching. I never smoked. I think I, I was watching. Like, like, you never tried it? You never tried smoking? No, because uh, mm-hmm. everybody, a lot of people in my family smoked. Mm-hmm. And either they would smoke and go to the next room and smoke there. So you wouldn't even notice it in oh, the house. Or they just knew how to take care of the smell and stuff like that. So I never realized how much people smoked until like, oh, you got chlorets. I like chlorets. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, you got just like, you know, like, oh, they have gum around, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. But like, oh, you um, were around proper people. Cool. All right. I, was, yeah, I was around a lot. I remember like, I think when I know, like I, I was around a lot of smokers, but they would always leave the room, go somewhere else, go outside. Like, you know, look at this man having respect in his family. Right? <laughs> I mean, no one in my family was smoking, but the people I knew who smoked did not give enough of a, to not smoke in front of me. People would oh, niggas would freaking smoke and then breathe on you. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga was <would> freaking. Ah, <laughs> how you doing, Akil? Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> like, I don't know. Can you calm down? Wait, your this? halitosis is crazy yeah. right now. You need to chill, bro. Cigarette <laughs> smoke and spit all up in your like, mm-hmm. yo. You need to. You're talking about dodging dodgeball style. You're like, yo, can you? Please? Yo, it's to this day that if I see people on television, reality show or nothing, I'm watching people's tongues. Oh yeah, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Them, hey, smokers, <laughs> you guys have like the whitest background of a. Yeah, tongue. it's not even pink no more. It's like, just like y'all, okay, y'all in the in the dark room, your tongue looks like a hotel room, and mm-hmm. like y'all need to. <laughs> 
and all of that's bacteria. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild start to the show this week, folks. Wild start. What do you say? Scrub your tongues. Even if yeah. you don't have a tongue scrubber, use your, use the brush. You're Straight up, scrub. Always scrub the tongue. Yeah. Forget teeth sometimes. Scrub your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> You'll save a lot of lives. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I almost made a bad joke about cunning linguists, but it's okay. We'll skip it. We'll skip Wait, it. the rappers? No, 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 no. I was. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's the linguist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> linguistics what <laughs> oh, boy. linguist anyways uh we, we have a bunch of dope trailers for you folks to review i don't know if you guys have been checking out some of these trailers i'm gonna try and see if i can pull some of them up while we're talking I'll they try are wild them. yeah some of the trailers these days are crazy they're trying like, to get you outside they're trying to get you to go see their movie well, and you know what? I do want to mention something that I've been I've been hearing people talk about a lot lately. And so I've been watching a lot of videos. I've been watching Screen Crush. Shout out to Screen Crush on YouTube. That's a Screen Crush. Yeah. Ryan. Though yeah, exactly. And his little dog too. Uh, Amen. And, and, and it's it's like hilarious content. But man, like Homeboy's doing a bunch of reviews of how Disney could be better and stuff like that. Yeah, and his theories, I, I leave them alone on those. <laughs> like you're, you're over here. Some of the theories aren't bad, but some of them no. I'm like, I, I want to remind people, first of all, one of the major issues that we're having right now with all these movies and stuff like that is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this out real quick and real simple. And there's a reason that NATO, not NATO, the the you know the 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 government thing, but then I think the National uh, Association of Theater Owners, I think is what oh. they for, not NATO. That mm -hmm. NATO has been explaining to people that if you reduce the window for movies to be, how long they have to be in theater and how long before they end up on streaming platforms and stuff like that, people will not go to the movies as often. Because if they know a movie is going to be on a streaming video on demand, something like that, and uh, trust me, they, all, they almost all end up pirated. So that's a big factor. But if you know within 45 days or something like that, it's going to be there. You are not going to pay... $23 to go to the theater to watch a movie to then turn around and find out like dude, I, I don't know about you guys but you know how vexed I get when I go to the theater and then see it on streaming two weeks later I get so mad I went to see a movie in theaters once and saw it on Prime no joke two weeks later available for streaming on prime not even like you had to pay extra it was a prime like supported film and i didn't realize that at the time i was so mad that i paid 20 something dollars to sit in a dark theater and yes the experience was nice but cue for taking my money and then putting that out two weeks <laughs> later because that made me so mad and that's nice. the thing i think that i think the window being shortened I know they did it during the pandemic. They were concerned. There's stuff like that. Same day release, stuff like that. I get it. I understand you guys were doing that stuff because you thought it was the best way to save your business. But I got to tell you, y'all really fucked up because it, it's it, it's now just constant. You're just constantly doing it, and I don't think it's a I don't think it's a good place. I don't think it's going to benefit the overall. Uh, so you know, something to consider. Uh, How do you pronounce this movie? Uh, this is yeah. All right. It's International Space Station. The the film is about, uh, which I think is a cool concept. If people haven't seen the trailer, I definitely recommend go checking it out.
But the concept of the film is that the International Space Station has Russians and Americans representing their country. They go up and a world war seems to break out. So now the Russians are being told to like disconnect the Americans and cut them off. And the Americans are being sent the same message by their government. So they essentially start going into a cold war while on a space station. A cold war bleeding into full out war, basically. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, on this on stations, yeah. yeah. So cold so, war means like it's not it's not above the surface, true, and true, cold yeah. means like it's below, but it's still happening. But and this one is yeah, definitely yeah. happening. It's not. Tell me that know. black girl is the only person of color in this film. Likely, yes, yes. Black only male reason. would be like, y'all are crazy. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah. this now. <laughs> I, I gotta say, when I was watching the trailer, I was very, I was shocked at the idea that if I'm in space. Even if my government told me, hey, yo, shit's popping off down here. You got to take them dudes out. I'd be like, you're crazy because yeah. the only thing keeping us alive in here is the fact that we are working together. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever watched any of these sci science fiction shows, but like that are grounded in the actual physics of, you know, like for all mankind, for example, they mm. make those space shuttles razor thin. Like the mm. thing between you and space is often only inches like one or two inches like that's why they tell you like if there's debris in space and something gets punctured you like these people need something to cover that shield anything exactly. real quick because that's that's it the oxygen you have in there is the oxygen you have in there right Dang. so why am i gonna go and hamp, huff and puff and pant trying to stab a nigga for what bro <laughs> if you don't come by out with me right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm telling super. you what, like that's why so uh, the concept of the film sounds super interesting but at the same time i'm like that is <laughs> one of the craziest things i've ever heard because i if it would... doesn't end like 300 or everybody dies i'm just gonna be like nah fuck no someone's <laughs> crying my lord kumbaya <laughs> yeah, man. i'm gonna be the dude to be like hey yo you can you guys just take the fight over here like right into this little inches over, just a little bit <laughs> yeah airlock your ass out there bro come on all the fight out you. there <laughs> Space is infinite. Oh, airlock you out for sure, man. Yo, it's so scary when they show some of these shows and someone ends up just like lost out there. And I'm like, yo, they're never oh, just... coming back. <laughs> it's so messed up when you watch a show and someone has a suit on and has oxygen and they just miss grabbing one the handle thing? and they and just, oh, just like, like gravity. Yeah, yeah. And All they of just gravity. Drift off and you're sitting there like, Yo, that is dead. That's it. <laughs> I'm like, crying. At that, that point, I'm like, nah, man. Yeah, if I'm in the suit, I'm like, what do you do? Like, like I don't know. Because it, yeah. it's it's not like when you're, you know, let's say you're knock on wood, falling from a tall building. It's just like, it's going to end quick. You, you, you Either you have the heart attack before you hit the ground or you hit the ground. This yeah. is infinite floating until you just suffocate. <laughs> and that sounds horrible that it is super fun. horrible fun. next thing you know you're thinking okay maybe i can just get away with this and then sleeping and some bitch ass right. freaking comet comes and cracks your helmet and then you're homer simpson <laughs> out here I think, I think the only movie that showed you the horrors of that like outright was uh total recall that spooked me for life uh, oh man that one scene and the simpsons space episode where they do this spooked me for life i am Wait, never going to that one that one or um 
What was it again? The Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus oh. is up there too. Magic, <laughs> magic, magic School Bus, bus sugarcoated it because, like, yeah, yeah, you'll just turn into a crystal man. Okay. Arnold, Arnold's like, yo, you're my cousin and all, but you, you gotta go home. F you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, this oh my got me. And then the heads exploding, like uh, that, the helium thing, that messed me up. But uh, Total Recall was like, ah! and even though Arnold's like always the scaredy cat, when he's like, he's like, yo, <laughs> if you stay here, this is going to happen to you. Right? I, uh, honestly, all these, all these like space movies and stuff like that always give me like the worst feeling. Like it, it just scares <laughs> the crap out of me to think about that stuff. And everyone just so like. They just keep telling these stories over and over, and I still don't understand how some kids want to be astronauts. Like, why? <laughs> Everything they've shown me about going it's not going to be me. That's why. That's how yeah. they. That's how everyone thinks about it. I'm the main character in my story, no and nothing bad is going to happen to me. <laughs> that is. That is. I guess so. That is. And you know. And you how, know what? How is your problem solving? Not good at all. Well then. <laughs> kudos to the dreamers like when, honestly when when's the last time you uh you, you like you know you tried to like jerry-rig something or like you know something wasn't working right. well and you're like you know what i can go to the dollarama you know I, I scrounge up some stuff and make it work you right. know get your red green on get your macgyver on <laughs> get your arts and crafts on I like that's, that's where all stems from man i know creativity get your red green on is hilarious though because get, get your red green hilarious. on and get your MacGyver on, get your arts and crafts on, man. <laughs> Yo, it's funny that you say that because now that you're saying it, I didn't, I never thought about how many shows really were about, oh, yo, you need to figure out how to fix things because everything's break, everything can and will break down. And you need to mm -hmm. know how to do this to survive. And it's yeah. true. A lot of those shows we used to watch were about that life, but hilariously. Uh, we got this other trailer here, Gundam. This one's called what? Gundam Requiem? Is that did I read that right? And then Requiem for Vengeance. Okay. Uh so I watched a trailer. I honestly, honestly thought it was live action until they showed the face. And like this yeah. shot. So if, if you guys are listening to this, the, the the trailer starts off with like some really nice scenic shots. And it okay. The uncanny valley stuff really is creeping me out more and more because <laughs> you watch something and you think to yourself, okay, well, this isn't, this isn't that realistic looking. And then it just keeps more and more realistic looking and <laughs> really freaks me. Like this trailer, I legit thought was live action. And you remember Beowulf, like with Angelina oh, yeah, yeah. 10, 15 years ago, that mm -hmm. one, not a second did I think, oh, well, this looks real. This one creepily looked real to me. Prepare to drop. So, I mean, I don't know about you, man, but I, <laughs> I'm I excited. I'm a big, uh, big Gundam fan, so I'm very happy for it. I mean, uh, it, it seems, looks cool. Like the impression I get is that you're following the, uh, um, the Zeon, the Zeon. So these are the Zeon with their, uh, or their Zaku's, Zaku twos, and everything. So you're following them. And I guess it's like, then they see one of the first Gundams and they're like, yo, what the hell is that? So imagine you're playing a game with your friends and yeah. like you're constantly winning. You're just taking out everybody. You know, you you got the skills, you're doing good, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden some dude just gets sniped. You know, like, yo, what the heck's going on? It's like, what the hell is that thing? What the hell is that? So this is, so 
I'm just gonna Gundam pause on the shot of the gun. It's got red ass eyes. It is yeah. so intense. And it's sorry, what were you about to say? Oh, I was saying like usually the Gundam is like the good guy, and he's always right. bathed, he's always bathed in light. It looks all you know, the white armor, everything, but this time it's like there's an explosion, there's just pure fire behind him, and it's his eyes are red. And he it's looks just like, like a Decepticon. Run that back. Is this a gun? Oh, a <laughs> yo! So skinny didn't get to see. We're gonna start it back. We're gonna run it back because we were talking over it anyways. But for Nigga, all this is live action. No. no. Okay. So oh, that was okay. the thing. The shots look so realistic, and that's where I started. Skinny missed it when I said it. It looks so uncanny valley like because it looks so real, and it's almost too real. You'll see now in a moment, though, if you guys are watching this. This is Final Fantasy Advent Children. Remember when that dropped and everyone thought it was real? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. this, like this is next level, though. Like this goes above and beyond because now the lighting and shading and all that stuff. And I think the next trailer we'll talk about is also GTA 6 because similar conversation about how good they've gotten at making yeah, things. I'll, I'll do that. That'll be the one I do. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. But it's crazy. Like the, the graphics on this stuff look so good. It looks so realistic. And I know people, some people are going to watch this and be like, God, you guys are crazy. But it's like, take into consideration 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Remember Voltron, the third dimension? Um, this is mm -hmm. giving me that kind of vibes, but mm -hmm. way better. Okay. Right. But I was oh, saying, gosh, like, that, that Beowulf movie that came out didn't look anywhere yep. near as, as good as this. Ooh. And now here we are where I'm looking at this. And other than when it's super bright and you can see it's animated, some of it looks really <laughs> Every time Skinny sees the Gundam come out from the fire, he's just like, yo, what the hell? I'm going to stop on the Gundam for <laughs> How are you not going to show me the Gundam, though? You're That's the show Gundam. That's it right there. That's just him, man. So once Please again, let this be a show from the perspective of like some human ass nigga who doesn't even touch the Gundam. I want it to be from soldiers' perspective. <laughs> there, we're like, we're there gonna is die, a, and like, oh, there, mm, there is, is an anime where it you're following people that aren't really fighting, but the fighting's happening all around them, and okay. it is not like when everyone's I, like, I, hey, I, what what uh, universe do you want to be in? If you could be in any universe, like I don't want to be in anything because yeah. I know I'm a civilian <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, not getting into no ass. Gundam. I'm not yeah. like, hey, I'm a whiz kid. My yeah, parents no, didn't I, build I, this other thing. I, what are you talking about? I would definitely like it from the perspective of like wild civil, like the guy who's driving like the gas truck to fuel the Gundam, right? Like, mm. I want to be that dude, oh, like, that perspective. Like, gotta go to work today. These damn Gundams and like <laughs> the foot's right next. Oh, oh no, because usually good. you're not. No one knows that the Gundam's being made. It's usually like a secret thing. So it's like, yeah. huh, this is weird. I'm doing a lot of. Deliveries to this area and there's nothing here. Well, there's except for Japan, who turns up just live, that's make weird. one in front of us and calls it a statue. Like, come on, you, <laughs> Yo, you know that thing works. <laughs> just thank you. I, I every time I see it, I'm just like, man, they're just waiting till a kaiju. Bro, right? they're so <laughs> waiting for a kaiju to come through. What? <laughs> like, you can't, you can't tell us constantly that this is a thing you believe in, and we do. I know people, and it's like I don't know them personally, but I'm sure we've all seen someone online too but there are people who are actively preparing for a zombie apocalypse because they've yeah. seen us talk about zombie apocalypse so much in in my pop culture that they're convinced now yo is this just a thing or are we really gonna see zombies one day and they start prepping well guess what the way you feel about zombies and vampires japan has been talking about kaijus since before <laughs> the dawn of time so yo. yes they're gonna start preparing gundams and run around like there's probably a bunch Being of them underground ready. somewhere. 
been ready. I'm telling you. Um, speaking of that and zombies, so like I saw a weird article the other day, like months ago, that was saying like the fungus from The Last of Us isn't oh. completely off from happening, but right. it's a possibility if shit was to get crazy weird. Yeah. And then today, Danielle is watching this channel, uh, this YouTube channel of gardening. Just Alex shouts to him, funny British guy, and he's talking about how oh I made these onions, but there's some kind of fungus that keeps growing on them. And I guess that he's like, I'm guessing this like fungus burn that happens to my onions means that there's something wrong with the soil. And then man just puts a piece in his mouth. Almost like ah! the last of us. My man. <laughs> but no, <laughs> there's I think there's no way. Actually, sorry. I he think, tried, um... he, he started trying to grow. That was it. He tried to grow. He did that. But then he tried to grow mushrooms in his room. And he's like, oh, it man. worked. But obviously I got sick because of the spores. And I'm almost like, my G did you not? Did you but not? Yeah, mushrooms are spores, no? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Last of Us, fungus, head growing. <laughs> you're gonna grow mushrooms in your room, I, my nigga. We. I know, I know. The Last of Us, um, fungus is based off of um, a mushroom, and it controls right. ants, like yeah, a whole, nope. like it controls yeah. ants, and it controls the whole colony. And it exists, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's really where they got the idea and, from. And also, the thing that they keep saying, where they're like, "Oh, well." It it wouldn't survive in humans because of the temperature and all that stuff. Like our body heat is too high and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Everything mutates and evolves. And the smaller something is, the faster it evolves, right? Mm -hmm. Bacteria and all that stuff. Viruses mutate constantly because <laughs> they're small organisms and they, they just procreate that way. And they evolve because... The, the way we have generations is 30 years. They have generations like 30 generations in one minute, you know, like they're just constantly evolving and not. But I like, but I do like how people kind of act like, you know, our body doesn't try to fight it or, you know, oh, we don't have sure. kidneys. We don't have livers right. that mm -hmm. are actively fighting Filter stuff constantly, yeah. you know, white but, blood cells, etc. cetera. And, um, and, and not to bring people down. But we saw with COVID that <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I was like, are we gonna go there? Or yeah, yeah, we're going. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be fair. Can't we can't, have, can't it, use it, your guns if you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> can't use your guns if your if your lungs are blown out. I just I, I mean, just I just want to remind people. Ain't gonna do shit. I need and I, I think I said it when we were doing the podcast back then. But COVID felt like it was an organism that was actively looking to figure out like. Y'all keep trying to stop me. Understand, I'm coming for your ass. Like it just big. Like exactly. Every time All we need. Go on. Yeah. No, go ahead, man. All we need is, I mean, is just the baby ant fungus to just be like, wait a minute. Yeah. These humans are way bigger. Yep. Did you evolve too? Man yep. killing fungus <laughs> and kill huh. everything. Like the Not fact good. that the main thing with COVID was the initially the cough. And you're like, yes, because it's actively figuring out how to get you to spread it. And I'm like, yo. Don't you get mad when like... you see people coughing in their mouth open now? Yes. Yo. Bro, I get extra yes. mad. I'm almost like, you Dude, didn't learn, huh? When I'm in public, the other day I saw a mom <laughs> tell her daughter, like, no, no, no. We don't cough with our mouths like that. And I was like, thank you. I was like, I wanted to tell that Dude, mom. I remember <laughs> back in the day when your parents were like, you know, you would yawn like, uh, and they were like, no, no, cover your Watch mouth when you yes, yawn. You know? Yes. Yeah. Because we were now, raised right, and this lady now I see grown ass humans with yeah. their eight in the morning coffee breath trying to yawn all upon me. Listen, why reasons why I stopped taking the bus number 409. <laughs> Your big old mouth yawning upon my face, eight o'clock in the morning. I don't want to smell what you ate, bro. 
Why are you this doing is, that? And it's after COVID. No, this is why I grab every time I get on the metro now. I'm that guy who just grabs a seat, and I see all these people looking at me like, oh, like this old lady. I'm just like, this old lady has a lot of other people who can get up for her. <laughs> this I'm old like, lady's yeah. been living and has sat down many other times. Yeah. She'll be good. You could bother so many other people. There's, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Because sometimes you see people looking at me like, why? It's like, excuse you, I'm 40, got a bad knee, and I don't want y'all breathing all over me. No, you know what you need to do, Brian? You don't need to talk. You get that, um, that was those big giant braces that uh, Stone Cold has. Yo, get those big giant braces right <laughs> you know? on there so they could see it. That's the thing that pisses me off. Because I, I remember when I was walking with my cane, because I had to walk with the cane for a very short period of time. But in that hmm. like two weeks that I was walking with the cane, it was insane to see the world react the way I, they were reacting to me. Like, oh my God, Mr. Please. Like, people throwing other people out of seats for me. And then they see me a week <laughs> later. Same people who saw me with the cane. It's almost as if they only saw the cane and not my face. Because if you yes. knew I had a cane a week before, you know I'm no, probably you're, still you're a healthy little bit now. of cane. But it's just like, nah, you good. You don't got the cane. Sit your ass. <laughs> nah, you, you good. Nah, you got a limp. You got to do yeah, a limp. Yeah. You, you don't need this. Go away. You got a limp and look like, like it hurts. Anyways, hilarious. We were talking about kaiju's. <laughs> I almost feel like we have to go to it. Uh, New Empire, but I did bring up the Grand Theft, so I'll try and find. I'm gonna play the Grand Theft. We can continue talking, but we definitely have to go to the kaiju one right after. Uh, but folks, look at these graphics once again, guys. If you're tuning into this on audio, check us out on YouTube at FXA Media because you get to see all the images. Shouts to people who are like, oh, I wish I would have seen more gameplay. It's like, nigga, this is gameplay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's in, all that's in-game. Yeah, this is all cinematic mode, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so the new GTA 6 came out. Everyone's been really excited. They've been waiting. They, they've been, what, how long has it been since 5? 10 flipping years. It's going to yeah. be 12 Has it years. really been 10 years? Mm -hmm. GTA 5 came out in 2015. Mil they've been milking the online. Right, 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 right. So I know that uh, some people were really nervous about what it meant if they were working on six because of the fact that Red Dead Two was doing so well with its online, and then we saw a lot of that online stuff starting to get shuttered, and people at Rockstar and Rockstar started to announce that they were pivoting to other projects. And Grand Theft Auto Six, everyone was just a hundred percent sure that's what was coming next. And lo and behold, here we go. Uh, the trailer looks interesting. I mean, the playing story. As a girl. Yeah, you're playing as a girl. Uh, as the girl and her boyfriend, maybe. But either yeah, way, both. Uh, you know, it seems like the story seems pretty basic and self-explanatory if you watch a trailer. But it looks like the 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 main protagonist, female character that you're playing as, uh, is in prison. She gets out uh, in the poster of them sitting on the car. A la Queen, what's the movie with Kalua and Queen and, and Slim? Uh, Queen and Slim, so kind of like Queen and Slim style. But I don't know if anyone noticed she has the anklet on, the ankle mm. monitor in the picture. A lot of people didn't notice that the first time because they just kind of saw her, and obviously she's far more distracting than <laughs> than the anklet <laughs> on. But you notice that on her on her ankle, so you're like, okay, so she's probably on probation. Um, the game obviously Vice City set in a Florida Miami type space hence all the like crocs and and flamingos and whatnot and a lot of people are excited there was a breakdown video that I, I i sadly did not write down who did the video but they broke down all the different 
the new the things that are different from Vice City, like the mm-hmm. airport looks game like it's named. Relax. Sorry, <laughs> you got. I said from the original game Vice City. Yeah, because yeah, Vice, were... Vice City is really really small. Like if you actually right. think about it, it's... yeah, and it's also set in the eighties, so it's like it's, guys, what is it? It's only like one specific part of Miami and in that game you only use three streets. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, yeah. Vice City like is if you mega think small about it and you and you drive like when you were driving back and forth, you're only driving on three streets. You're not driving oh. all over the place. You have wow. little Haiti, which is like you don't really want to go there. But yeah, I remember <laughs> that game. Well, not like you know this in Haiti, but no, 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 no. small no, you, like the, your first mission is that you go to little Haiti and you shoot a bunch of people. You ain't going back there. <laughs> they see you like eh, eh. <laughs> basically. Whereas but this yeah. one, they decide to do all of Florida, which is wild because yeah. even this game is bigger than San Andreas or Los San Santos. Were they basically big? Yeah. yeah, San Andreas was like, uh, I think they did San Diego. Like they did quite yeah, a bit, but they did and the three spots. Big. And even in San and- in San Andreas, they did Los Santos, which mm-hmm. was, and then Los Venturas, which is supposed to be Vegas. But in the Los Santos that we just got, this game is apparently bigger than that game. Yeah. Which is wild. Which, and that's why this game is coming out in 2025. Yeah. Right. That's the other thing. So I know some people were really excited about this when they got the trailer. And then I heard a lot of other people being like, 2025. <laughs> and I was like, I'm what? not mad at it. I've been rocking not... with these guys since I was 12 years old. So yeah. <laughs> happy 40th birthday to me that I get your sixth game. Thanks. I'm down. My favorite is uh, RDC. Out, was it RD? RD. RDC yeah. RDC yeah. World. They did a video yeah. where it's like, uh, it's like, yo, what's taking so long with the game? What's going on? And it's just one guy, like, just working on the model of a woman's butt, just, just working on the- <laughs> just- And then every time it comes back, there's more and more developers in the room just focusing right. on it. No, move, move, move. Let me do this. Let me do this. <laughs> and then, and then, the, and and I then mean, the, um, when you're watching- the CEO comes down. What the hell's taking so long? <laughs> when you're watching the video, though, and you see them, like, the detail on the girl twerking on top of a car- I kind of yeah. get what they're saying because it does seem like people were like, you know, let's work like the beach scene. All the women walking on the beach, yeah. the hair and all and that. They're stuff. all looking like, different. They're all yeah. the body types are completely different and all the same at all. And what was so even I'm, funnier is that I think um, some parent is getting mad because because of the game. Oh, you know, this video game is supposed to be for the kids. And why are they doing this? Da, da. And all I did was like when a friend of mine posted up that news article, I just put CJ from San Andreas. Oh shit. Here we go again. <laughs> Yo, I want to remind people the game is not for kids. It's called Grand Theft Auto. It's Grand not Grand Theft. It's it never not Grand was. Theft goody goody grum drops and rainbows. <laughs> like Grand where you been? Goody goody gum drops. That's the yeah. thing. I I feel like some people don't understand just because it's a video game doesn't mean it's for the kids. Like not all video games are for kids. And I think kids, I think games haven't been for kids for a very long time in a sense. Like there's not a lot of kids games because kids are more on phones now and it's easier to to get them with, with phone games than it is with like console games. That's what you like. Like games are mostly skewering. T for teen and and and, and higher older, and mature, right. yeah. And like the stuff that's for kids, it really like they, they'll they'll show you it's for kids. Mm-hmm. Like Clash of Clans, which I still think skews adult also, but kids can play that. It's drawn like an old like 
cartoonish thing. It's everything's bubbly and funny and cute and mm-hmm. all these games like, you know, Fortnite, that's I mean, technically a first person shooter, so children really shouldn't be focused on it. But guess what? It's also still for kids because the color is bubbly and, you know, and there's dance moves in it and stuff like that. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto has never been for the kids because the dancing in that when I played the <laughs> Grand Theft Auto is like uh, Grand Theft Auto is like Michael Jordan. F these kids. <laughs> Yo, for real. The Ballad of Gay Tony. You could a chick in the bathroom if you dance with her on the dance floor property. That's not for the kids. It's not for the play play. <laughs> this is adult grown folk business. You know, like, like give up. It's not for your children. Stop being mad. I think it's just people looking for clout, looking to try oh, to get, sure. you know. For sure. For sure. I'm I'm here out here protecting the kids. No, no, no. You're here oh. to get a payday and get everyone to focus on you, to pay you money, to be a speaker somewhere. That's what you're doing. <laughs> hundred percent. It reminds me of the episode of Boondocks where homegirl, the, the preacher by CeeLo's preacher character works yeah. with the girl from Fox and it, they're in on it together. They yeah, do yeah, these yeah. things together on purpose. Like everything's a game and you're just like, oh my God, that's horrible. But that's what it is. Like it, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't doubt it if, and you know, shout out to Rockstar. I don't want to, I don't want to besmirch their names, but there might be someone in the marketing department slipping somebody a little something, something to be like, nah, oh, go a little. Nah, I mean, it just works itself. It just works itself. There's so much people trying to H- trying to get in on it. HBO got caught with this just recent, not recently, but a while ago, where <laughs> they they were they had interns tweeting under assumed accounts. And it's not like HBO needed to do that, but the people, it's weird what people will do when they feel they want to get more publicity, you know. You don't think they need to, but sometimes they think in their heads, yeah, but maybe we want to get a little more spark. Just a little bit. <laughs> so next trailer we got, we got Godzilla and Kong, the new empire. This is crazy to me that we are in a world where they're just doing more Kong and Zilla. Yep. This way. Um, the thing that kind of threw me though is that they had Godzilla minus one right which is the oh yeah the newer one that came out that's yeah the new one that's that's a japanese produced project yeah that is a period piece uh, a friend of mine sandy shout out to shout out to them they were telling me that the whole premise of that one is to show you the trauma of what the like the hiroshima attack was but yeah using the godzilla mm-hmm. as opposed to the what atomic bomb and i was like that? oh snap really he's like yeah that's that th- th- it really is what it is that's what for at least the original godzilla that's that's what it was it was more uh, for japanese and you know getting up and talking about that you know right right i didn't realize that at the time uh to be honest so now that i know that and now that this th- this version is covering that again i'm like well that's pretty interesting and pretty mm. cool uh so you know this new trailer though new empire super interesting kong and godzilla and a whole bunch of new monsters quote unquote i don't know if the i i I know on the show monarch yeah shout out to the show monarch uh legacy of monsters they're referring to some of the monsters as titans which i find really cool because i like the idea that they're playing with like oh these monsters are actually the titans of old you know they had they were you know recently in one of the episodes they were in like the arctic circle and one of the monsters is attracted to heat 
and every time you start a fire it just goes near the heat and pulls all the heat out of the uh, uh, out of the and all the energy out of the thing so mm. there's a guy on a plane he started the engine because he's trying to get away from the monster the monster right. caught the plane sucked all the heat out of the air and froze the guy and i was Ooh. just like oh that's really cool so you know it's unfortunate the character dies but like you get a really interesting sense of these titans and these monsters and you know i think i mentioned to you when you posted the trailer i really 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 hope that they're planning to keep this all tied in to the new series on apple because, i think so I yeah think, i think that's the whole point i think that's what they're trying to go for and um i know that <clears throat> whenever godzilla's anywhere uh that company uh toei they own godzilla and okay. they're always like no make this bigger make that smaller no he's not supposed to look um, like that like they're very on top of their property and they're very protective of it so okay. if godzilla's anywhere like they always have a hand in it and making sure he looks how he's supposed to look and in, in, in if he's in a different area or in a different thing you know yeah question because you just you did mm. say he is godzilla male or female i'm assuming male i could be wrong okay okay i, I could I'll be wrong that. uh uh yeah i i because i i never really paid attention and i always wonder uh i mean because i know yeah. in the the 2000s movie the 2000s american one yeah. i think the first one was female because she lays a bunch of eggs and she ends right. up dying and then those eggs hatch and i think um within the context of the cartoon show that's based off of that one of them survives and imprints on the guy and then that one becomes like the new godzilla interesting but i okay. know within the context of all godzilla's godzilla fans don't like that one because it's oh. like technically the smallest one it's like the small, like Godzilla's supposed to be as big as the Empire State Building. Right. And just Godzilla right. climbs up the Godzilla and then perches. So it's like this one's a uh, really, really tiny one. Oh. Interesting. Man. Yeah. yeah. Kaiju monster fights, all this stuff. Super interesting. I do wish I'd paid more attention to this. This is the type of stuff like when you hear about people working on creating universes, because mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm listening to the audiobook for that Marvel Cinematic Universe that where they do the whole entire history of it and in the audio audiobook they're talking about how you know the first time someone mentioned the idea of a cinematic universe at marvel it was you know uh, uh avi arad i think is his mm -hmm. name yeah yeah avi arad yeah. yeah who was like trying to do like he got the keys to the kingdom but didn't really have all the power and then there was always you know this book is super interesting because you find out how there was a whole bunch of shit happening behind the scenes with marvel so not even just the rights but ownership and people working out of kite factories <laughs> like you're like mm -hmm. like subsidiaries of some other toy company and you're like this is crazy but you know they had the idea back then to do these movies and funny enough sony got offered all the rights for all the marvel characters for only like 25 million and passed at the time and it's just like stuff like that that you're like yo yeah lucky because imagine if sony had gotten their hands on it we wouldn't have the mcu we have now um which, right. well at least the earlier parts no offense to the later mm -hmm. parts but but yeah godzilla mcu universes it's a thing they, they're gonna keep trying and we'll see what they can do uh i think that's uh was that it for the trailers i think we uh did. if you wanted to do uh you know tie in with the uh, house of dragon season oh two. yeah good idea uh so house of dragon Y'all, 
it's about to get crazy. I don't know what these people are planning to do, but I I am worried for all of us. HBO continues to produce this series. I think it's you know the the, the Game of Thrones was fantastic. House of the Dragon prequel series uh, set quite a bit before. So and one of the cool things is you actually get the dragons now because you you didn't really have you got you had a little bit of the dragons. You had, three dragons in game of thrones later on but now this is like oh we already have the dragons these are the people that were flying around on them this is the war that everyone talks about mm. this is where things are about to pop off it's really interesting i was worried that the writer strike was gonna that writers and actors strike was gonna lead to a lot of delays uh i keep forgetting though some of this stuff is in the uk and those guys don't abide by the same uh regulations yeah for the production so you know yeah they don't smoke... have you know they don't have oscars they have BAFTAs. you know so yeah it's a exactly different uh, guild right together and although the show is for hbo i guess because hbo is international they can still produce in the uk mm-hmm. and it's not uh you know like i don't know what rules or how they pivot or get around that stuff but i mean i think it's just because if the show is already being made there right and it doesn't really the, the the whole hollywood stuff doesn't really affect it as much or at all because it's completely different. Um, um, what do you call them? Guild. Yeah. Completely different yeah. guild. Yeah, different guild. And That's it does. It does make me wonder, though, if this, if they were able to do this, and I'm okay with them doing this stuff because there's different markets. What's stopping them from doing this down the road and working like other guilds and producing shows? In the UK, money? Oh, it's way more expensive. Okay, this is why. I can't... Remember, remember Brexit happened, right? Oh yeah. So when Brexit happens, Good point. Good uh, point. they're purposely cutting themselves off economically from the rest of Europe. Right. So then, all of a sudden, their costs go up because oh, right. there's no free trade. You have to renegotiate everything, tariffs, yeah. taxes. You're getting, you're not getting taxed by the individual country. You're getting taxed by all of Europe now because you just decided to 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 back out of that. And then people passing through becomes more complicated. You have to have a passport. You have to have your own passport because you're not part of Europe now. So that free moving is not there anymore. So good point. Good point. Yeah, facts. It it really is all about the money. Everything's connected. Everything ripples. Damn. Everyone wants to be more isolated, and it's you're you're kind of hindering everybody in the end. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's an unfortunate one. I didn't even think about that. That is a very very valid point. And uh, hopefully they can figure it out because, I mean, I, I, obviously the, the Brits are not going to join back the EU. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Maybe it will. I could be wrong. But I mean, I, for every- I would I would assume the younger generation definitely wants to like. Yeah. How am I supposed need- to? Yeah. But you need someone to run on the platform of, yo, I'm going to reunify us with Europe if yeah. you elect me. Because you can't just like. Yeah, leave you can't off. leave and come back. Right, and, yeah. right. And so also, you're, you're going to start. You're gonna oh, say I was going to say, because then you have to go back to the whole legal stuff. And it's just like, oh, great. Here's another 10 years of trying to figure this out. You know? Right. Yeah. Nail on the head. Yeah. It's 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 unfortunate that they decided to do this. Mind you, I'm not British. Maybe maybe this was better for them as a country. I don't know. I Anyone I Even know. Even they who... don't know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Even you they know don't know. They're living yeah. through it right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. The guy that, that got them to go through with it got in yeah and then covid happened that screwed up a bunch of stuff and then he just kind of 
they were like, no, you out. need to leave. You just dipped out. They're like, it's like, dude, you're supposed to dip out. He's like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm good, fam. No, you're supposed to get out. <laughs> yeah. True. That's a very valid point. Yeah, I don't know if they, if they even know. That's fair. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, we got another trailer. That th This is probably, I think, the last one that we have. Um, oh. We got The Boys. So... Uh, for those of you who may not know, The Boys Season 4 wow. takes place right after Gen V. Grace. So I, you are probably going to have to watch. And I, I, and it's even perfect here because in the trailer you can see Sean Patrick. What's his name? Sean Patrick? I always forget that actor's Ooh. name. Sean Who'd he play in? Um... Patrick. Sean Patrick Thomas. There we go. Mm. So uh, Sean Patrick Thomas, and he's in Gen V. He plays the father to one of the main characters. Uh, he's like oh, uh, also on the board for the school. So he's in the show uh, Gen V. And then uh, the trailer for this one starts with a picture, not starts with, but uh, pans over him on a poster. And you kind of get that sense of like the blending of the universe. Yeah, I mean, it is one universe, but you're getting All nods democracy. to the fact that Gen V and the things that happen in Gen V are going to influence stupid. this series. So, you know, uh, but I did say this before. I do have concerns about starting to do the show a la Marvel, where it's like, I have to watch Gen V to <laughs> get a better understanding of the boys season four. And I have to watch the boys season four to watch Gen V season two, because there's going to be some crossover. And especially with the cliffhanger you have at the end of Gen V season one, I mean, I'm sure that's going to play out at some point in this one in, in the boys season four. And I almost don't want it to, but then mm. if you don't, it wouldn't make sense. Cause it's, you know, you see Homelander in the finale for, for Gen V spoilers, but not really a spoiler. It's the same universe. So seeing him and then watching this trailer in which, you know, one of the aspects of the Gen V season, and I'm sure the boys season that's coming up is the alt-right kind of hero movement where the heroes are kind of like, why are we kowtowing to the weak? We are heroes. We are essentially gods on earth. We don't have to listen to people. And there's this divide now where the heroes some of the heroes are starting to think of themselves as better than, and some of the other heroes are starting to to, to say like, no, we're all human beings on this planet. Whether or not we have powers doesn't mean we should abuse them and control people. And you know, as you can see in the trailer, it's fights start to happen. People, it starts to devolve into madness, and that's why I have concerns about kind of blending with the seasons back and forth because I don't want to have to watch both to just get a really good story. Right. Uh, you never know. Maybe like when you start watching the first episode, it gives you like a small recap and then they move you right along. Fingers crossed, man. You're mouth to the gods ears. I'd be down for that version of things. Uh, I mean, I like that's what they did for the X-Men cartoon <laughs> previously on X-Men. But then you find out we need to cut some time. <laughs> we need to waste some time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, they're, just, they're just giving you like big paragraphs like here's the first season here's the second season <laughs> we need to tighten up on time because we don't have that much money for this but for this budget <laughs> oh man x-men uh yeah dude honestly if you guys are fans of all things marvel i do highly recommend checking out that mcu book because even like what's it called again uh hold on let me try and find the title because they they even talk about the fact that like oh 
that the the movie that we got mm-hmm. with the X-Men was Fox deciding to put their toe in the water because the animated series did so well. And you find out that they even tested the animated series in the primetime time slot to see how receptive the public is to this, the characters. And when it like did huge numbers, they're just like, Oh, y'all really do with these mutants. Okay, cool. (laughs) We'll, we'll do the movie. So it's kind of crazy to think like, you know, like all the other things that we talk about, like back in the day, how they used to have backdoor pilots and stuff to feel out how, how popular an IP is. Yeah. That's what they did. They felt out the IP with a primetime spot for an animated x-men cartoon and it did really well um the book is called mcu the rise of marvel studios by joanna robinson uh mm-hmm. i i've been listening to the audiobook she does the ford there's another person who reads the the main book it's super interesting i'm really enjoying it whenever i'm like driving i just kind of put it on and listen to that because i you, you just you just learn so much about Marvel and the and the business and the 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 truth behind some of the stuff. You know, like for example, I know people that worked at Marvel and at Comic Con. There was one year where Stanley was at Fan Expo, mm-hmm. and the people at Marvel, you know, on the DL were kind of telling me like, "We hate when he's here with us." And I was like, oh, why? They're just like, because Stan sucks the air out of the room and mm-hmm. makes it the Stan Lee show. And we don't hate him. We love Stan Lee. We just don't love the persona of Stan Lee at conventions mm-hmm. because he's not really with the company anymore, but really plays up like all this is his. Mm-hmm. So it kind of outshines the projects that we're working on. And some of the modern day writers and, you know, no one's saying they don't appreciate the things that he's done, but mm-hmm. You know, if you're at the con, you're hoping that fans will pay attention to the writers who's writing this We're currently writing. Yeah. And not necessarily just Stan being at the booth. But, mm. you know, it wasn't a bad thing. They weren't trying to say like, yeah, yeah. But it like and and I get maybe hates the wrong word because they didn't say hate. They just said it's never easy when Stan's around. Yeah. And I was just, and that took me aback because I really, in my head, and of course, so it's like, so it's like the rest of the Jackson Five whenever Michael's around. Yes, yes that, <laughs> that is the perfect analogy. We, we all have done stuff too, you know. But yes, Michael Jackson is right there. Exactly, exactly. That that it is the perfect example. Yes, Stan is the Michael of that the to to Marvel's other four Jacksons, you know, like well, Michael Jordan's over there, but so is Kukoc and Pippen yeah. and, and Rod, Robin's right there. Only now Rodman's getting his flowers. You realize yeah. that, right? Yeah. Only and, now. Yeah. Pippen, like, Pippen still hasn't gotten his flowers. Amazing. <laughs> I would say more so uh, Rodman. Like, I think the Pistons finally retired his number. Oh, cool. Okay. Pistons retired Rodman's number and everyone's like, yeah, man, like you put in a lot of work and he yeah. would get into people's heads and stuff so yeah i'm sorry I, we're no, tangent, no, no. But... but this is that, that's a valid <laughs> point and it's a it's a it's a valid thing about the industry that you know sometimes when people are really important to a franchise we tend to focus on them as the i don't know anchor of that franchise or hmm. not anchor uh what's the the tent pole of the franchise and you know stan did a lot of great things that i don't want to take away but i understand why marvel would want to try and establish the other writers who are currently working on things so that the fans can get excited about their work 
as opposed right. to only focusing on Stan at the booth signing comics that he's not working on anymore. Um, wasn't he wasn't the chief editor in chief? He he wasn't working there at all. <laughs> so like you, he it was just his name sometimes still signing his thing, but he wasn't working at Marvel anymore. Right, um, right. Man, dude, crazy thing. Side, uh, super quick side. Mm-hmm. The reason James Cameron uh didn't end up making the Spider-Man movie because supposedly he was going to because oh, him yeah. and Stanley met and they started to geek out hard in the room in front of everyone and every and Chris Claremont was there and everything but Stan and and James Cameron supposedly turned into complete nerds and just like hit it off like this and James Cameron was planning to make the Spider-Man movie Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to play Peter Parker and things took so long that they that he pivoted and said okay well I'm out and he took Leo with him to go make Titanic Ah, and that's part what, of, what part of it? What part of it was taking so long that like I was mentioning before, there were so many like weird business dealings. Supposedly at one point, the movie rights, the video rights and the rebroadcast rights were all sold separately for Spider-Man mm. so that if you made a movie, you weren't going to profit on the back end from the video or the TV rights. Oh, and that, okay. And, All right, and, that makes sense. Yeah, and for that reason, people didn't want to make the movie because they didn't want to lose out once the if if the movie did well, you're gonna lose the revenue because like it's only the run of the theater, which at the yeah. time was like the ninety days or whatever it used to be, because it used to be even longer back in the day. Mm-hmm. But you you got that revenue, and then it was gonna pivot to, I don't know, whatever. Uh, video company some these all all these weird small companies i've never heard of who somehow managed to get their hands on the rights to everything right okay okay yeah so just you know just they're just waiting to get their money right basically yeah and unfortunately that meant a lot of things got pushed like a lot of stuff got pushed like Mm we we everything we have now is 10 years later because of the fact that things took so long for them to get cleared up and fixed up in the 90s late 80s and early 90s right like a okay. full decade late because of that stuff. <laughs> like they were planning like again like it and it, you know leonardo's not the first actor i've heard people supposedly wanted tom cruise to play peter parker in the like 80s oh wow and they just like you know oh also man again read this book folks uh michael desperately tried to get the role of charles xavier and people kept having to explain which Michael, Michael Jackson. Sorry. Oh, okay. And people get, having... I know, I, I know there was uh there's, there's audio of him talking about buying Marvel in general. Right. And then saying like, Hey, this is property that we could be made making money off. We should be making right. toys. We should be making exactly amusement park rides, like just anything, everything. Like we should be blowing this out. We shouldn't just be, you know, oh, well, it's comic books, whatever. No, right. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actual know, audio of him talking about that, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and I'm not sure exactly why he couldn't get his foot in the door because it sounds like Marvel was being bounced around billionaires at the time. I think, I think he could. I mean, not outright, but like I think right. he was trying to get, you know, investors in, and you know, okay. along with himself, just trying like, hey, yeah, he wasn't only using his own money. opportunities here, but. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy though. He wanted to play Charles Xavier, and people kept having to explain to him, like, you do realize Charles Xavier is like a white man 
and it's an old white old man, white man. <laughs> and mike with no hair yeah and michael was just like, <laughs> supposedly michael and, said, and no work. hair and he doesn't walk yeah yeah you were known for the moonwalk yeah but you're so, known for dancing like we've seen you where your ankle was broken or bruised or whatever <laughs> and you had to you were doing remember the time and you kept sort of kind of getting up and you're just like <laughs> can't mess up my leg can't, yeah. can't mess up the money it's like oh okay um another crazy tidbit from the book supposedly the original version of the x-men cartoon that stanley pitched was <laughs> uh, of the x-men yeah when he when they did the animated show well there's 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 the the animated the 90s um one. huh 90s x-men 93 well no there's well i mean not there's not that there's two but okay. there's the 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 one that actually came out the fox animated one in the right. 90s and then there was a pilot called pride of the x-men oh no this is the 93 the one that was on fox okay when they had the meeting with stanley he pitched the the original pitch was <laughs> xavier and scott <laughs> traveling across america finding a mutant of the week mm. that was the pitch it was it was it, not, nowhere near what they got in the, <laughs> at the end it's this a road was, show yes and he wanted to have a dog that wasn't like in the comics like just introduce people were like what is he talking about it was funny anyways <laughs> all this to say maybe that's my that's my view the right thing go read this book <laughs> that's what i'm telling people uh and you had pokemon yes uh, i definitely want to hear pokemon crystal clear version mm-hmm. oh okay i won't say what it is because i don't want to but uh you know from sources yeah, so uh basically it is a Pokemon ROM hack <laughs> of uh, Pokemon Crystal. So basically Generation 2, and but it's really crazy. It's really in-depth. Like this guy, uh, his name is <laughs> uh, Shock Slayer. Just one dude programming it for like some time now. Oh, wow. uh, basically made it an open world game. So oh. basically you start the game and it, you create your own custom character. Like you actually choose the avatar and the colors that they, they, they display in and everything. Uh, and you could start anywhere in the world, like any city in the Kanto or Johto region. Oh, uh, so it's pretty crazy, pretty intense. Uh, there's like a higher chance of catching shinies. You can actually adjust that in the settings and everything. Uh, certain areas play different music and stuff. Um, it plays really good, really well. It's, I think it's kind of rebalanced and stuff like that. Depending on where you start in the game, like which city you start at, because of the type of Pokemon you have, it might you might start off at a harder difficulty because of where you are and which pokemon you're using mm. or uh might be more easier so if you start the game you're like i'm going to start in pallet town which is you know the beginning uh gen one uh it's usually a lot easier because you know kind of know where you're going and you know your way around or you can start at a city that you really like that you wanted to like chill at and um it's pretty crazy um the there's a lot of detail that was put into this game um for instance, like when you go into the Pokedex, uh, the Pokedex will actually tell you where to catch Pokemon that you've seen. So if you oh. look at a Pokemon, it's it's updated in your Pokedex. Uh, and then you go and look and you're like, oh, I can catch it here, 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 here. Okay, cool. And you can just go there. Um, there, uh, the like what's even more interesting is that like the um, trainers will uh sometimes have shiny pokemon as well um when you go and fight people at the gyms 
Uh, I think what ends up happening is sometimes the, the levels at the gyms get higher when you get more stronger, the more badges you have and everything like you can get stronger. Uh, the gym leaders get stronger when you beat the gym leaders. Quick question. You actually, mm -hmm. you said it's an open world. Now does the game pivot? Like if the usual game would have worked in a linear fashion where you so yeah, somewhat in a, in a linear fashion, they'll kind of block off certain areas and say, you're going this way. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Until you unlock a, spec a specific move and stuff. So yeah, linear. Yeah, yeah, it is linear. But so when, when it did that, I imagine you fought people at a certain level because you had managed to reach that level in now that yeah. it's open. Do you, is it possible for you to reach harder people before you are possibly ready? Or is the game yeah. taken into consideration that factor so the gyms themselves are adapting to your level i think if i read the change logs right or i read the the the, F, the faq right okay it's the gyms that scale okay. to your level and then everyone else around that is kind of is roughly the same okay you know? so like you go into this area and this guy is going to be level 20 you go in this area these people are going to be level 15 or whatever lower and stuff like that Okay. Uh, so usually I think the gyms scale. And what happens is when you beat the gyms, you can actually have them reset and then go fight them again, uh -huh. which is pretty cool too. So if you want to like kind of test yourself and see how, how your team balanced out and everything, um, you could do that. Uh, the Pokedex is really, really, really good. Like it's actually super useful. I find, I find what's really irritating about like more modern Pokemon games is that you're like, you know what? I don't feel like I should have to go on a website to figure yeah. out all this stuff yeah. if i already have the the game like you know yeah, there's something in the game in there yeah like there's something in the game that's is specifically made for me to have the knowledge why am i having to pull out of the game to do it yeah yeah um and it's really cool new custom uh new new music for the game and stuff like that in different spots and uh everything like that um uh, it's a big, like a big overhaul, and it's pretty crazy. Uh, really fun. I think you can catch all the Pokemon up until that point of Gen Two in the game, uh, and uh, there's he like just, a Discord for it and everything. He built this all by himself. I think so. Yeah, it's just one dude, uh, and like he programmed it, and just you know, just for fun, he's like, you know what? I want to make this game an open world game. I want to make this. To me, it's basically. You know, all the people that grew up playing Pokemon, uh, red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, and crystal, like on Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Right. Like, you know, when they get a little bit older, like, you know, I wish these games are a little bit harder, a little bit, you know, it kind of scale to my, like, I'm playing RPGs all the time. I know what to do, <laughs> you know, like make it a little bit more difficult. And they, and Pokemon Company is always like, no, these games are kids games. That's it. If you just so happen to jump in on it. That's you. That's on yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for the money. Really appreciate it. But, but yeah. And that's yeah. and that's the thing we were talking about earlier. There are some games that are made for children. Mm -hmm. This is one of them. And the nostalgia factor can come in and it could be something you want to explore, but ultimately you are not the person they're trying to sell this to. Same yeah. thing. You've mentioned it multiple times before. One of the reasons the original Teen Titan series got canceled was we were all watching it, but it wasn't selling toys. Because yeah. it was more, it was geared, uh, it skewed slightly older, mm -hmm. and they wanted to sell toys. So they're just like, okay, well, we're going to skew this younger, which is why we got the version we have now where they're like super kitty and like, you know, 
bug-eyed and beast and all beast boy mm -hmm. does all his weird stuff and that's the version you got because oh you want to sell toys to kids yeah the, there's a reason guys we understand the markets and that's what they do uh, it is what it is so mm -hmm. but this is cool i'm happy that someone took the time to build something out that now the nostalgia factor you as an adult can play this and enjoy it mm -hmm. because I don't know how many. Do you think many parents are going to be like loading up ROM hacks for their kids to start playing this? <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like, um, to get this stuff up and running, like you know, if you have a small laptop or uh, a handheld device, that you can kind of you know put it on your phone and just play it as you're walking around and stuff. Right. You know, just ways of doing it. But uh, it's definitely a really cool game. It's really fun, and uh, you know, kicks that nostalgia itch. You know, like uh, yeah. you know, I want to play something that's similar but not a hundred percent. I mean, there's so much games right now. A lot of really good games have been remastered, remade. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you need something a little bit yeah, more man. like more comfort food, you know? Yes, I get it. I get it. Uh, folks, we're going to be going into it real quick. We only have like two things on the list. Geek news and rumors. Uh, I'll start off with the 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 smaller one, the the simpler mm. one. Oh, did I just lose my link? I did lose my link. one. Uh, I had it right in front of me, and then now it's gone. Um, okay, well, I guess I'll stick with only the one that I have. That's still open. Uh, <laughs> you didn't put it in the dock. I could have been able to help you out. I know. I know. That was my fault. But uh, today was just kind of a crazy day. Mm. Guys, such sad news, but uh, Norman Lear, the great creator for, and I know I said I don't like talking about death, but uh, I mean, this guy's the guy that all oh, sitcoms exist. Norman mm -hmm. Lear passed away at the age of 101. Uh, his amazing run. His run is insane. Uh, that he could meet people and say, you influenced me. You know, that's always, yeah. that's always the best. That's always amazing. Uh, he's been working in the industry. He passed away on Tuesday, December 5th at the age of 101. 101 kind of crazy to think that he lived that long but yeah uh, i was listening to a podcast with him recently where he talked about his dad uh working on broadway and how he got his start helping uh be a dialect coach oh, okay uh for plays and performances and stuff and i was just like oh that's so cool and to think that he started off doing that and then you know ended up doing like and I, some of these sitcoms might not sound familiar to some of you if you're younger and you didn't necessarily watch all the sitcoms like we did. But like All in the Family, Maud, Sanford and Son, One Day at a Time, the original run and the, the reboot, The Jeffersons, Good Times. Um, he directed the pilot for like some of your favorite shows. You know, he I, I would easily, easily say he is considered the king of of multicam sitcoms mm -hmm. and it's uh it's just really sad that he's passed away but i mean also 101 the man lived a good life it's not yeah. like uh it's not like we you know knock on wood but not gone too soon but mm -hmm. you know gone with grace and yes. um and and you know it still is a, a loss uh to the industry uh but like if ever there's gonna be someone gonna say please no, go ahead. Finish, finish for first. No, I was just gonna say if there's ever if there's ever anyone who could unify uh, people from all walks of life in the industry, Norman Lear is considered one of the best. So I feel like he, you know, like if they if they needed someone to get people to discuss the like get the writer strike done, Norman could have come out and been like, 
kids, I think we, we time we get back to work and we get these studios to listen to us. So, mm-hmm. uh, and the studios heads would have all been like, this man helped us all be billionaires. Fine. <laughs> you know, like I feel like, uh, but it wasn't on him. I, I understand yeah. that, you know, it was the younger generation and he, he wasn't going to jump in and start saving everybody. Cause you, you gotta mm-hmm. be much like we are now. He's a hundred. He's like, again, <laughs> yeah. I just helped you out last time. How many strikes has this poor man lived through that? You know, like, <laughs> But also just the idea that like I, I can't I can't hold your hands forever. I need you mm-hmm. guys to be able to handle this on your own. And uh, you know I guess they did. But uh, I'm sure if Norman had had made one call, the strike could have probably been over because there's not a person in Hollywood who doesn't owe the man a favor or uh, uh, their time. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say um, as a the guy had a lot of all the TV shows he did were definitely culture uh, touchstones and pushed boundaries and really made people think about, you know, the world around them and how they treat people and stuff like that. Um, A lot of firsts in all of the family, uh, a lot of uh, influences, uh, basically like uh, I remember the guys that created Matt and Trey Parker, uh, sorry, Matt Stone and Trey Parker from uh, uh, South Park Park said that um, the idea for Cartman was basically taking Archie Bunker and putting him in a kid. Oh, wow. That's their that was their so funny influence. So I yeah. mean, all of his all the shows he's done has definitely influenced a lot of uh, a lot of the writers, a lot of directors, a lot of creatives um, afterwards after him. So wow. you know, hats off to you, sir. Yeah, and um, I, I unfortunately it already passed, but maybe it's still on right now if you're watching this live. And if not, if you're listening to this, maybe you can find the cast later. But in an unprecedented move, CBS, ABC, NBC, Fox, and the CW, which is all the 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 networks, were all doing a simulcast memoriam for him at 8 p.m. today. Oh wow! Yeah, because like I said, they. They all owe this man their effing deal. Big deal. (laughs) That is a big deal. Every one of them doesn't exist without him. Right. They don't. The the some of these networks literally survive off of stuff that he directed uh, and or helped write and create. So, so R.I.P. to him and to to his family and his loved ones and to everyone in the industry that recognizes his uh, dedication and his passion. Um, you know, it's a, it's a loss, but we uh, appreciate his time that he uh, was here with us. Guys, that's the whole show. Jaws, what do you want to tell the people? Uh, I want to tell the people to check out Transformers Slag podcast and the Toy Armada podcast I'm on home. YouTube. And uh, make sure to check out all our stuff. You can also still watch uh, past episodes. We've been seeing the numbers jump on the episodes, which has been really good. And you can check out The Morning Detour uh, on CKUT 90.3 in Montreal or on the TuneIn app. Uh, And you can also watch them on YouTube here on this channel. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's it, folks. We are out. Peace, everybody. Always a blast.